You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to a brand new episode of Bellwether's podcast. And today I have Jeremiah with me. Jeremiah is the founder of Elyon. And he's also the co-founder of two or more, Way1Q and Soul Enhancement. I know that's a lot. So he's basically, he puts in his profile, like he's a creative entrepreneur. And I think that's the best way to describe him. So Jeremiah, it's a, such an honor and such a pleasure to have you on this podcast. Welcome to Bell With Us Podcast. Man, thank you for having me. Uh, I love what you're doing. You're doing such a great things. And I'm so honored, so grateful to be here and sharing this space with you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's so great. And, you know, before we start off, why don't you just introduce yourself to the audience, you know, just what you do and just in, just in a nutshell so that I think through the questions, we can actually expand more on that, but just, you know, just so they are familiar with what you do and who you are. Okay. Yeah. Well, my name is Jeremiah Egbele. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm the founder, like you said, of a bunch of things, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have a apparel brand, Elion. Uh, I'm a co-founder of Two More, which is a men's group here in Dallas. And I'm a co-founder of uh, Wave on Q, which is a music platform. Um, and I'm uh, also another co-founder of Soul Enhancements. And uh, that's basically a, a consignment um, shop for shoes and luxury goods here as well in uh, Dallas. Uh, that's, I mean, I think it's, it's a lot of, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of diverse fields. I mean, a men's group, uh, a clothing store, a shoe store, and also a music platform. So I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I think, you know, you're more, I think the best way to describe you is actually as a creative entrepreneur, because, you know, I think your creativity is like pretty much lies in all these fields. So uh, let's just start off this. And I just want to focus on Alien first. So your brand Alien, it focuses on creativity as well as spirituality, right? So uh, how do you think in an environment, spirituality and creativity can coexist for a brand? Man, thank you. Yeah, that's a perfect question. That's a great question. I think um, it coexists as far as God. He's the, the most creative, right? He created the heavens and the earth. And Definitely. creation is like the most beautiful thing ever. And I feel like we as believers, once we're connected with Christ, we should be the most creative. And everything we do should be a, a just amazing creative expression. So my creative expression a lot of times comes out through fashion, through apparel, right? And um, I want to be able to spread messages of just of hope and love and, and uh, messages that are going to inspire people and encourage people, uh, let them know let them know that their value, their, their belief in, right, their love. And because a lot of us, we a lot of people, they don't know that, right? They just, they're just going through life lost and they feel uh, um, let down, they feel discouraged. And because the world is always going to tell us we don't measure up. The world's going to tell us we're not enough, but we know that we we serve a God that says we're we're more than enough. That we're that we're uh, loved, right? So I just want to be able to create things that reminds people, let people know that they're loved, they're valued, believed in. They have a Creator that um, chose them, that called them, and has a purpose for them. Uh, I think that's absolutely true because, you know, uh, I think this generation, especially us, I mean, in this era, uh, I think the world measures everything by success. And yes. that's like the one word success. I mean, even profit is there, but I think profit is also, I mean, it's like more like a synonym for success and everything is measured by success. Mm -hmm. And, but when we look at our God and God actually measures us uh, not by success, but by our faithfulness. And, you know, yeah. I think that's like the huge thing. That's like, that's what, 
that's why I think that's a main difference that sets us apart from being a, a normal person and being a follower of Christ. And I think that that's like the turning point. And, you know, just like you said, you know, how, uh, you know, it, it is like fashion is also a field where God wants to work on because there are a lot of people that you can influence a lot of people to fashion. And, you know, and early, I think Elgin is perfectly doing that, you know, putting on like the apparel and everything has, a, has a touch. And like you said, you know, the best, the, the greatest, the, the greatest person was a creator is Jesus because the, he created everything and you know and when we spend more time with him and automatically i think you know when we spend time with the father we become more like the father and you know when we i mean it, it, we become more creative and mm -hmm. i believe that every person is creative and i believe every person has a sense of creativity and a sense of uh, a, a sense of a good dose of uh, creativity inside them and i think when they spend more time with the father i think they'll be able to crack that up that's so good it's so good i, I think a lot of times what I like to do, right, whenever I probably uh, have a bad day or I feel like things are out of grabs, I like to make things small by enjoying God. And when I say enjoying God, it's just enjoying his creation. Like if it's a sunny day, just look at the just just nature and just being all of God and taking like his, his, his glory, his wonders. Like, God, you created this, right? You created this sunset. You created these clouds, right? Whatever um, I eat, it's like I want to... Um, enjoy the food because God created these taste buds. He, he gave us the ability to taste, which is like special. So it's just being consumed with his creation and, and the things that he He put in our bodies and the things that he created. It's just just taking the time and, and um, in this busy life that we have, we're always on the go, but sometimes it's good to slow down and enjoy the creation and, and enjoy the things that God has created. And yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you know, you got to enjoy what God has created for you. And, you know, that, that's, that's totally awesome. And I want to go on to the next question. Uh, and again, with the fashion one with soul enhancement. So how do you think uh, soul enhancement, uh, like a shoe company, uh, how do you think soul enhancement is going to make a dif difference in the footwear community? Man, that's, that's a good one. Um, so our, our goal really is to be able to make just these luxury goods uh, more affordable and have um, give it access to more people, right? Because um, we're able to um, have um, just connections overseas with a lot of just different people to where we're able to get a lot of these shoes under retail prices. And we've been able to um, help out a lot of people who want these um, products, but they can't probably afford it. But now we're able to uh, get it to where they can, uh, whereas the price that they could probably afford it a little bit more. So that's just our heart is really just um, giving people access to more of these things that um, they didn't have access to before. So that's just um, what we, our heart with this, like just kind of like Robin Hood, just making things more for the people, <laughs> giving it to the people. I mean, making, making the luxury stuff more accessible to the common person. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's that that's super cool. I mean, I think that's amazing what you guys are doing with the with the footwear. I mean, that's a lot of uh, I think that's a lot of focus on the fashion field, but you guys are doing I think you guys are doing pretty amazing for uh for what you're doing in the fashion field. I mean, in, even in dressing and even in the in the footwear community. Uh, but uh, on on onto the next one about two or more. I think you know in the book of Matthew it says like if two or three gather in my name, I'll be there in the midst of you. And I think that's two or more is a very apt description at this time 
because in this time, uh, in this crisis world, in COVID and, you know, physical meeting, I mean, even we are doing this virtually, but still like, you know, physically it is impossible to meet for most cases, but two or more. Uh, and that adds so much thing that that's, that adds so much sense, even though it's through Zoom. I mean, God never said, you know, if two or three gather in my name in this place, so and so place. I mean, he never said that. He said two or three, two or more gather. And I think that's the most important part. And, you know, how do you think two or more is actually being to, uh, as a men's group is actually influencing the community and influencing the leaders in your community? Man, you asked all the great questions today. <laughs> Man, I, I, I want to say it's, it's, um, it's making conversations between us men more, um, what's the word, more normal, right? Because a lot of it can be taboo. As men, we walk around with the just shell that we have it all together that, you know, we, we're just this, um, we're, we're know-it-alls, right? But with two more, we're able to come and just be able to share our hearts, right? And be able to share what we're going through and, um, um, and being transparent. And I know a lot of us as men, we like to carry around like a lot of trauma. We like to carry around a lot of things that are um, affecting us because we're, we were learned. I mean, we were taught that we're not supposed to uh, uh, cry we're not, or, or um, express or be emotional, right? And, or express certain things. We're supposed to act like we have it all together, but with two or more, we're creating a culture where we everybody just drops their titles because we have pastors, we have um, uh, uh, executives, we have coaches, we have teachers, right? People who are high places, but we all leave our titles at the door and we, we come into these meetings and we're just being transparent, opening our hearts and um, uh, sharing what we're dealing with, right? And we learn when, once you share what you're dealing with, um, it gives somebody else the authority, it gives somebody else, else the boldness to be able to speak up and talk about what they're going through, right? And now you're we're creating a culture where men are now open and transparent with one another. We're not suffering in silence anymore because a lot of times we were suffering in silence because we used to we had used to think or had that idea that I can't show people that I'm suffering. I can't show people that I'm going through depression. I can't show people that I lost my job and I don't know what's next, right? I can't show people that I'm a father, but I don't know exactly what I'm doing. Now people are more, and two more people are more open about it. And I feel like uh, uh, freedom has happened, breakthrough has happened because God has been in the place and uh, we'd we be able to give just godly wisdom and share with one another, right? Um, I think, that's one thing the culture has happened. It's, it's just, it's been amazing. We started off four years ago, going on five, and we, it was basically just two of us that started. And like you said, out of the name, two or more, right? And at first, no, men weren't really showing up because if you want to get men together for something, it, it needs three things that needs to be involved. Honestly, this is just my opinion, but I've, I've seen it. Like, if you need guys to show up or men to show up, it needs to have um, uh, money needs to be involved, right? It needs to be women involved or it needs to be like competition. If one of those three, one of those three things aren't there, it's like, it's very tough. So I've, we, at first it was pretty, pretty hard for us to get men to come out because I don't know what it is when it comes to the things of God, women are more, uh, um, definitely. I've seen that. More, I, I can relate to what you're saying. Yeah. So with, with men, we're like, it's like, we love Jesus, but we, like, we do our own thing. Right. We don't really do it. As, right? <laughs> yeah. So, that's one thing we were trying to do is like create that culture where men are are in church. They're they're uh, leading their families from the way they're lead by example. And at first, like I said, it was tough. Then uh, gradually, God kept on bringing people, and now we we have like between 
uh, 30 to 40 guys on a Friday night. Are you kidding me? On a Friday night, 30 to 40 guys wow. to a meeting. And, and, and just God has been doing amazing things. And uh, it was tough at first. We thought we went to quit so many times, but I'm glad that we stuck through. And um, with COVID, we were kind of scared because we were having a lot of momentum. And we're like, wow, like what's going to happen now that we can't meet together? And um, with that, God increased it because now we're able to uh, reach men who are in all over the world, all over the country. We've we've had men from Nigeria. We've had men from Florida. We had men from Wisconsin, all over the nation, the world as well. Just coming and being a part of the meeting. It's been crazy. It's been um, wonderful to be able to see because we probably wouldn't have been able to reach those men if it wasn't for COVID. So God made a way and God um, brought a blessing out of a, a bad situation. We're just, we're just happy and just grateful uh, what God's going to to see what God's going to do in 2021. That's just incredible. You know, once what you were saying, like, you know, I think uh, one major thing is like, when uh, what the world demands is like you know we it's like when we lose a job or uh, when we uh, end up in a in a heartbreak or in a depression we just try to put on the pseudo identities and like these alter egos and then we just like you know it's like yeah I'm fine with that you know I'm not supposed to cry I'm not supposed to feel bad you know we put on those alter egos and it feels like you know you just want to show everybody you're strong but deep down inside. You're as broken as, you know, you're so broken like a glass mm -hmm. and, you know, so you're scattered and, you know, and I think community is one of the most important things. I mean, today in most churches, I think I see this, like they're focusing so much on connect groups. I mean, especially because mm -hmm. I, I work in IT and I see like how hard it is. I mean, sometimes, you know, you, you get, you know, it's all lonely. You have meetings all day, but every you're talking to voices, you know, you don't even see people most of the time. And yeah. at the end of the day, you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm I sane, you know, you feel, you, and I think IT is like, you know, uh, even when if, after COVID broke out and we all moved to work from home phase, I think the most, uh, the most, uh, I think the most effective people were the IT people because uh, the depression levels like hit a new chart. And wow. within by the end of April, it was like, you know, it was on a, a new level. And wow. that's when we all really realized that we need community more than anything. And oh we need people. And I think in Eccles, yes, it says like this, that two are better than one. And a card of three strings is not easily broken. And, you know, always uh, having another person is actually very much important. And by what you're doing in 30 to 40 people and, like, you know, all over from the States, I think that's amazing. You know, Wisconsin, Florida, I mean, all, all around the States, I think East, West, I mean, it is it is amazing because we all need community. And, you know, I think that that's what people actually miss out today. And, you know, this even, the, I mean, I think, COVID is making more of us like introverts rather than extroverts. Uh, but I think in life, we really need to be extroverts. I mean, if you want to do anything for God, I don't think you can be an introvert and do anything. You got to always be an extrovert. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Like, you know, there, there might be times where you want to be like introverted, but there's there needs to be times too where you step up and, and in, the, in the Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion, right? So sometimes we have to get out of our shell and be bold and, and, and go out and, and reach those people, talk to the people who we probably don't feel comfortable talking to, but we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and put our, our ourselves in spaces to where we, we're speaking to people or we're reaching to people and just making those connections. That's that's what uh, um, matters the most is making those connections, building bridges for the kingdom. Wow, that's that's so true. And I, I would like to move on to what the next question on Wave On Music. And you know, how do you think music impacts individuals and how do you think your music brand is contributing to the same? Yeah, I mean, music is very like very impactful. Um, 
man, it's so much to just talk about that. But for me, I think <laughs> it, it it could just change your mood. If you're in a bad mood, I feel like music can really just spark just different feelings, different emotions out of you, right? So um, it, I know music can also, there's that, there's always that, those one songs that you hear, it takes you back to, into time. I think two things that take us back to time is like music and sense, right? Like if you smell something, it takes you back to like probably like your childhood or, or to a certain memory, right? I think the same thing is with music. Like if you hear that one song, it can probably uh, remind you of your, you know, ex-girlfriend <laughs> or <laughs> time that you were in, uh, um, in school or, your, you know, uh, time that you were in uh, elementary school or, yeah, it's just birthday parties. I think So I think music just is very impactful because of the emotions, the memories that it brings and um, it can spark creativity. Um, it can, um, like, uh, as well, encourage us. It can um, just help us out in so many different ways. And you can find community through music just because there's people who you can just find commonality with and you can like uh, just share exchange music with and you're enjoying the same music i wish um we were able to go to the live concerts because that's another way to just meet people and experience just music yeah. in a new way i, I love my live music I, I, right now i'm just wish that i'm just wishing that we could have like a live concert here soon um because that was one of my favorite things ever to just just do is watch live music it just brings so many emotions so many things out of me yeah. yeah, definitely. I think uh, music has been serving as a medicine. I mean, you know, uh, it soothes our soul. That's what they say. And you know, again, I'm just I'm quoting the Bible today so much, but I love quoting the Bible again. So, uh, and, and, and I think it's in uh, when Samuel, uh, when David plays the harp, uh, mm. the the demons get off Saul. And mm. that is amazing. You know, the power mm. of music, you know, the anointing on music when you play and you spend in the presence of the Lord and just like David plays the harp. And, you know, I mean, I, I sometimes just like take my guitar and just like, you know, put on just some couple of chords and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Oh, you play? Oh, yeah. I, I play the keyboard Ooh. a bit. And, you know, I, I can't show you like the other side. So if I could, I would actually show you. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a pro. I mean, I, I'm just like, you know, smarter than a beginner. So I'm not a big guy or something, but even then, you know, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's even if, if I'm enabled, I'm saying there's like one card and, you know, you feel like the presence of the Lord coming all over you and you yeah. Yes. This is amazing. You know, when you just like the intimacy that is brought out of it and, you know, and how many worship leaders, musicians all around the world are like spending immense amount of time just in the presence of the Lord to write one verse and I'm like, yeah. wow. And, you know, and we take these things for granted. I mean, but music, I mean, every worship song that has come out, every recording, it has so much of inputs that we don't see. I mean, yes. even intimately seeking the Lord and, you know, just being in it. And, you know, and the, and then we realize that that has some anointing and it's not easy. I mean, you just not, I mean, what most people think is like, you know, if you know, if you know how to play a guitar or a keyboard or you know to have this thing, you can be famous, you can be the church worship leader. And I, I think that's, that's so, that's a, such an underrated because I think there's something called anointing and yeah. I think that that plays the key role in in the whole of this and when that combined with your skill that's when that makes a difference like man you just hit on a lot of things whenever like worship music just it just whenever I feel like like life is out of my grasp well of course a lot of life is out of our grasp is in Jesus grasp <laughs> Definitely. Whenever, whenever I feel overwhelmed I should say with life just putting on that one worship song Right now, I've been listening to like a lot of Maverick City. Oh my god! And oh yeah, they're amazing. Man, they're so good and just, just know like having 
these messages just reaffirming you and, and letting you know that guys in control that he has it right like we don't know what the future holds but we know that he holds the future and just just praising him and thanking him and just giving him glory like it, it just shifts your your uh your your posture it shifts the atmosphere it, it changes things I, I really believe that the holy spirit just intervenes and he he just gives us peace that passes all understanding wherever we worship him and whatever we're uh, 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 surrendered to him in, in, in um, the atmosphere of praise and worship. And I like to do that, do that a lot because man, it's just, I, you, for whenever we have anxiety, we, I need it. I, you, I got to put that worship music. Also tell I'm about to sing my own song to like, to God, right. And just in your in prayer time, just singing to God and just uh, freestyling and saying whatever you, you feel like what's, God has placed on your heart and just worship him. Like, God, you're amazing. God, you're great. You're awesome. Like all these things and just uh, uh, praising it and, and ex exalting him. And, and the big things seem to um, seem small after that, right? And of course the, the issues don't disappear. They're still there, but they just seem smaller because we we know that He God is in control and not us. And it's like, God, your will is going to be done. So I'm just trusting and believing you and whatever the outcome is, I'm still gonna worship you. I'm still gonna um, praise you, and no matter what. And yeah, that worship music just really unlocks a lot of things. And yeah. It definitely. I mean, Maverick City is like you know. I mean, I got them all all around my playlist now. I mean, especially they released the second part with Upper Room again. And I'm like, man, all these songs are awesome. I mean, I just love these uh, new ones, but I also love to go back to the old ones. You know, the the ones where like the Worthy is a Lamb and how great they are, and you know. Uh, and uh, my beloved, you know, all those old time classics, you know, I, the, the ones that, you know, I mean, people who were literally brought up in the church, you know, I mean, I was brought up in the church. So I know, yeah. like, when I hear this, music, I'm like, wow. I mean, it, it feels like it's been ages, but, yeah. you know, any kind of music, but, you know, it's born with intimacy with God. And when that, that hits a strike, that strikes something else, you know, when yeah. you're facing anxiety or anything in your life, I think that has, uh, the, when you worship, you, you, ha you can see your breakthrough. And I think that's, that's as simple as that. And, you know, what we don't do is like, if you don't worship and, you know, we still, uh, we pray like, God, give me a breakthrough. And it's like, you know, are you doing your part? I mean, you know, I get, uh, you need to do what you have to do. And I think yeah. that is to worship, that is to pray over things. And, you know, and like this, uh, I don't know who says this, but I really love this. We don't, we don't fight for a place of victory, but we we fight from a place of victory. So the victory is already won. The battle is already won. And we still feel like, you know, we, we are still praying for deliverance. I mean, like, I think we need to uh, start praying in the future trends. And, you know, yeah. you need to talk in the future. I'm like, you know, I won this already. I'm in the yeah. praise of victory. And, you know, I think that's how the perspective can be. And I think that's what worship is all about. So good. I, I grew up in the church as well. And I'm old enough to remember whenever, <laughs> it's so hilarious, when the, we had, like, you know, those old school projectors where you have to put the little, oh, uh, yeah. like the film and you put it on top of projector, it projects on the wall. I That's the, I grew up in church <laughs> when church was like that. <laughs> you had to have somebody who changes the projector so like the lyrics will be up there. Like, I'm like born in the late eighties, but you know, I was, I was dating myself a little bit, but yeah, I remember like just the old school hymns and just, just there was such a, such an anointing on, on those songs. And every time, we like we we sing it and we it, it just unlocks things like it takes us back to when when God um when God did things and made a way back then right and and if he did it before he could do it now that's another a worship song that I like by Shirley Caesar like that's just anointing and, and powerful like if he did it before he could do it again and um it reminds us that God is um he's big and he's on he's on our side and yeah like any battle we face 
that God is, is going to be with us. And kind of went with David, right? Whenever he faced the uh, the lions and and, and the and the um, those the big huge animals, right? Whenever he was tending the sheep and the flock, he um, he God was with him when he did that. And when he defeated those uh, animals, when he killed those animals, right? So it was the same principles, like. If he did before, he did before he could do it again. So when he faced Goliath, he was prepared, he was ready. He knew that God was going to be with him because God was with him in the small things, and, and God helped him to um, defeat Goliath. And I feel like that's how it is with our lives. Man, God has uh, helped us with uh, these these battles. Man, whenever we go to a new battle, sometimes we do forget what God has done. But once we remember what He's done, the the big things become small. But we just have to remember those. But yeah, I don't think I don't know who this is for. I think, but you guys are listening to this, and you're <laughs> facing a battle. I I I really urge you guys. You know, this is it, the the worship part, and you know, just read your Bible. I mean, that's like the best source where God can speak to you. And you just yeah. open it up. You know, you feel like you know, just open up, say, pray, Lord, just speak to me. And you know, I this is, I I know this is an entrepreneurship podcast, but we are speaking so much about God. I mean, because I would like to say like you know, without God, there's nothing in our lives. I mean, I would not be here for where. I am or I, I'm pretty sure for Jeremiah also he can say the same thing and I can see, say that everybody else can say the, say the same thing that without God we would not be here and you know and this can be your story too you just have to believe in him you just have to you know you just have to worship him through your breakthrough and i can see that chains can break off and you know massive things can happen and you just have to give submit yourself to him because he is super awesome when you know him and you know it's more like you know how you know him intimately and i think that's it's just super amazing you know it's not a feeling that can be that can be you know told to someone it's something that you had experienced firsthand for yourself so who is listening to this guy is just Praise through your breakthrough, worship through your breakthrough. And if you want any help, you can hit Jeremiah or myself up and, you know, we'll be able to help you guys too. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jeremiah is like a super cool guy. He's super friendly. I just DM'd him and he's like, yeah, cool, man. I'll come to your podcast. So it's like that. He's like a pretty down to earth guy. And I think he can help you out a lot as well. And you can come to us, meet me as well. I, we, uh, in whatever way is possible. So, you know, whatever will be your battle right now? Just worship your way through it because you're you're not fighting for victory. You're fighting from a place of victory. Yes. And coming back to Jeremiah, uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, what is it uh, that you want to tell to the people uh, as like, you know, as a creative entrepreneur, because uh, combining spirituality spirituality and creativity, I think that's, uh, I, I, I personally feel that's a huge challenge because, mm-hmm. you know, in this world, you know, you're trying to, uh, you're, you're trying to mend two things uh, and to make sure like people are actually seeing this. And I think it's pretty hard. And, you know, a lot of people have that vision and personally people I know have that too. What do you feel like, you know, the advice or the golden words that you can give to them who are trying this out? Man, um, to be consistent, right. And to rely, rely on God each and every day. And, you know, I know that's pretty simple, but it's, it's just what it is. Just being consistent, relying on God and, um, um, tapping into, um, being attentive to what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Right. And, um, being, um, um, having your mind, your heart open and knowing that it's not, it's not an easy road. It's not going to be overnight success. Right. Even with me, there's still a lot of things I'm trying to figure out. There's a lot of things that I'm trying to get better at. Right. Um, but I, I knew that before I started that this might take five to 10 years. If I, I have to be okay with that. Right. If it, if, if I'm not okay with putting in the work and being consistent for five to 10 years, then maybe, this isn't something I should be doing, but if I feel like God places on my heart, if I feel like God is with me, right, then I'm good. Like five to ten years will will seem like like um like one year. It, it was it'll go by quick, and it just being consistent, uh, being attentive to what the Holy Spirit is telling you, and um um yeah, just 
just um, just start. Do it afraid. We, I know it can be just pretty intimidating to put your out, ideas out there because on social media, we see so many people just doing so many things and we kind of compare ourselves to it, but to other people. But the, the spirit of just comparison can uh, really make us paralyzed in stepping out. And we shouldn't be looking at what other people are doing because what you have to do and what you with your story and your creative ability is something that especially that God put uniquely put in you, right? And nobody else can tell your story. Nobody else can do what you do. So just going with that bonus, just going with that confidence that God puts something specifically inside of you that the world needs to see, right? And if you don't do it, then the, you're robbing us of what God has placed inside of your heart. So I would just say just that, just start it, just go ahead and start, be um, consistent. Um, find a community as well, because it's going to be tough to do this without a community because you're going to need a group of people who are going to encourage you, who are going to believe in you, right? I have that. Um, thankfully, I have a group of people who who love and believe in me, right? And also as well, it's like I love and believe in them too because sometimes we have to um, put out there what we want back. If we want people to encourage us, we want people to love on us, to support us, we have to do that as well, right? And um, I think that's what we, we can do. So if you don't have that, if you don't have a community, create that community, just go out there and just love on people, um, um, encourage people, right? And just build those connections, build that community, put yourself in a, like we said earlier, in an uncomfortable uncomfortable position to meet people who might be like-minded, who God has placed inside your heart. Um, but that's that's what I would say right there. Yeah, that's, that's pretty solid advice to give. But I think that's pretty amazing too. Be consistent because consistency co- compounds. Second thing is I don't compare. And I think that's like two pretty solid advice that any person can give. And I think that that's like, you know, you can mark that as the golden words from uh, Jeremiah because I, 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 I've seen that happen. I'll say life. one thing too is um, find a mentor as well, right? Yeah. I think uh, I want to give people practical things to like do, but find a mentor, find somebody who who's in your space that you want to like, if there's somebody who's you know, who's an entrepreneur that you look up to that you're trying trying let's say you're trying to open up open up a coffee shop and find somebody who's done it before and ask them questions ask them hey can I take you to lunch I want to learn this from you right if there's somebody who's like into fitness and they have their own gym take go to them and like hey I want to do this can I take out, can I take you out to lunch I want to learn from you right um, if you don't have access to those people go on the internet and um, and um, on internet, I mean, on Instagram, I should say, and follow them and consume everything they put out there and just follow them from afar. I have a lot of people who I look up to who mentor me without even knowing, right? Um, Judah Smith, Rich Wilkinson Jr., uh, um, Robert Madu, right? These are pastors. These are leaders who I've never, uh, well, I met them, but I haven't, like, I don't have their number. I'm not connected to them, but they're mentoring me from afar because I consume everything they put out there. All their, all their um, podcasts, all their messages, I learn from them, right? And I, I'm watching them. I see how they're how they're becoming effective leaders, and I implement what they're doing into my daily life, right? And of course, I do it differently, but they inspire me. So I would say, find somebody who you can um, just uh, um, mirror your life after, but also make do your own in your own way. I, I would say just practical things for people. And uh, and one more one more thing, I would say also. Club, there's a new app called Clubhouse. I'm not sure if you're on Clubhouse yet. Yeah, I'm there. If, if you're not on Clubhouse got, uh, and you're trying to be an entrepreneur, get on Clubhouse today ASAP because there's a lot of um, entrepreneurs on there who you can meet, 
You can get a lot of um, answers. You can ask them a lot of questions and they'll give you a lot of answers. Um, you can find a community there. You can find people who are in your space in there as well. I would I recommend getting on Clubhouse today, yesterday, <laughs> and the fact <laughs> of just meeting people. But yeah, I just want to give people practical, um, like just things to do. Because I know a lot of times we get advice, but it's like, okay, but how do I implement this advice? So I want to give people something they can implement like today and, and use. Yeah, that's definitely a great point because Clubhouse has become... Uh, it's become a new social media platform. It's mm-hmm. comprised of rooms and, you know, it's not like an individual messaging service, but it's like a lot of creativity and you can speak up. And it's just, in some ways, you know, you just raise your hand and you, your voice can be heard. And that is something significant in this era because, you know, we everybody wants our voices to be heard and we want that to be echoing throughout and that this is some this is an application that can actually help you out because i'm a part of a couple of groups in clubhouse and i think it's pretty solid and amazing if you guys want to invite just hit me up or hit uh, hit us up and you know we can give you the invites because this is like something that i think all entrepreneurs it's like a must-have app i mean if you have instagram yeah you should definitely have clubhouse yes. i'll put it that way so make sure you guys are clubhouse today and again i'm just going to go through the four things that jeremiah said first one be consistent second one don't compare third one find a mentor fourth one get on clubhouse so that's the fourth one is important so make sure you guys do that and hit us up for the invites all right guys i think that was a pretty amazing session with jeremiah and i think you folks had um, uh, heard like some amazing you know this is like more like an entrepreneurship and a pastoral truck and you know it is like i think it's pretty pumped up so but you know and that is like thank you so much jeremiah for being here uh it's it's such an honor to have you so happy that you could make it and the wisdom that you share i believe this is going to influence many people and you know like you said you know you follow a lot of people from a distance and i believe that a lot of people following you from a distance as well and i believe like in the near future those people will become entrepreneurs and i'm going to feature them on the same podcast show and they're going to tell about your episode and i'll be more than happy and pumped up to listen to that and thank you so much once again for being here and i'm so happy that you're here and to all of our listeners thank you so much for listening that was jeremiah a creative entrepreneur with four brands talking about like a lot of stuff how spirituality and creativity can coexist in this world so the, uh thank you so much for listening and if you guys have not subscribed to so yet do subscribe and also oh yeah and get on clubhouse and make sure you guys stay tuned for the next episode thank you so much for listening take care and stay tuned peace out thank you for listening to bellwether's podcast if you loved this episode do not forget to share and subscribe also we would really appreciate if you could leave a review thanks again for listening and stay tuned for our next episode